This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's your boy Guru from Stiney and Guru, noon to three, right here on 95.7 The Game. Back to Willard and Dibs, and you know the old saying on this show, one of my faves. What are you doing? I'm listening. Well, we actually have a question for our next guest right out of the gate, which is not what are you doing? It's what do you do? What do you do? Oh. I would love a title. I would love to hear exactly what Will Hewlett of Quarterback Collective does or has done. You want me to go to his LinkedIn? Over the years. Please do. Okay. Uh, we're going to need a resume, Will. What do you do with, <laughs> with Brock Purdy? Please explain. Well, I uh, appreciate you having me on. Yeah, thank um, you. I Yeah, I, uh, I, I've, I'm i Brock's rowing coach, I guess you could say. So uh, this past offseason, getting ready for the NFL draft um, after leaving Iowa State. You know, all the NFL players that go off to facilities, that, all the aspiring NFL players go off to training facilities and, and Brock picked um, uh, the group that I work with down here in Jacksonville, Florida. And so we spent, uh, you know, many months preparing for the NFL draft um, combine pro day and, and really just readjusted tweaked um, some rethrowing mechanics, uh, got his body right in different areas. Um, it gave him kind of a, a slight overhaul to get him ready for the NFL. So your level of surprise based on how he's looked in these two games is what? Well, uh, I want to say that I knew it was going to turn out exactly like this. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) uh, I mean, I knew uh, Brock was special. Uh, I knew that being picked last overall, um, even though it's still a blessing to be picked, um, that, that he was as good if not better than, than uh, a lot of current NFL quarterbacks. He's got some traits that are, you know, undeniably, um, you know, you're seeing right now on Sundays. Um, so I, I'm not surprised by how well he's performed, um, you know, but uh, it, is, it is still, you got to sit back and go, wow, like it's, it's quite amazing. It's been amazing so far through seven quarters for 49ers fans getting excited for Brock Purdy and what he could do this season. You talked about some of the measurables, and Mark was reading your tweet from halftime of the game and saying that teams need to start looking at other things when they're assessing quarterback play. What are the things that that um, I guess general managers should have seen in Brock Purdy that so many didn't? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, the NFL has evolved uh, with certain organizations and others not so much. Um, you know, the Niners are pretty forward thinking about how they scout players. They do a really good job. Um, obviously, the Patriots are uh, unreal at it. Um, you know, the, the metrics that we grade quarterbacks by, I think the things that always stand out are going to be height, you know, arm strength, um, and, and just a certain look and, and uh, a feel to how they play. Um, but there's a lot of technology out there that is that is uh, uncovered. Um, I guess we could call it like the it factor. Um, we've had, uh, uh, we do a, a cognitive test that tests the uh, 
ability of, of the athlete. Um, it's called S2. Um, it measures things like their ability to track objects, how quickly they can pick up um, you know, uh, things in, in space, how quickly they can see the field. And Brock's scores on that were off the chart, uh, like elite NFL starter, as good as any out there, right? So the game is so is such a demanding from a mental aspect, um, and just his work ethic, um, his background, his upbringing, I really felt like he had a, an opportunity um, to have a lot of success. And again, I think we put too much value on some of the other metrics. Now again, obviously, like a player like Josh Allen, um, with the arm strength and the measurables and and and. Uh, you know, the, the, the intelligence side of things, you can have a lot of success. I just think there's a place for a Brock Purdy out there to, to have a long career. Um, and I, too often than not, guys get overlooked because they don't fit the traditional uh, pro look. Yeah, that's really fascinating. We're talking with Will Hewlett, who is Brock Purdy's throwing coach at QB Collective, worked uh, together in the offseason in Jacksonville, Florida, here on Willard and Dibbs, 95-7 the game. So, Will... W- where do teams make mistakes then, in in your opinion? Is it just where, like, have, is it time to move off of the he needs to be six four and uh, and need to have a howitzer of an arm? I mean, I know that there are those guys out there, Mahomes, Allen, etc. But yep. but like, it, where are teams making mistakes as far as that old style you referenced? Yeah, it's 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 value on um, you know what we see in in person, right? It's what we. Uh, you know, finding better ways to measure um, uh, some of the, the aspects of the game that are hard to track. Um, you know, and it's one of those deals where, like, if you ask the Iowa State coaches, they've been around him for, you know, four or five years, the 46 starts he had. Um, they're going to have an intimate um, understanding of how he plays the game. And, and sometimes I think, you know, organizations will get caught up in maybe the, the combine performance. Um, or, you know, an exceptional um, outing at the pro day. When really those things should just confirm that they can throw well um, and that they're not, you know, there's no major glaring, um, you know, mechanical issues. Um, we need to put more value on, uh, you know, what they do on the field. And you got to take into account their, their team situation. You know, not everyone plays, um, you know, for an Alabama or, or an LSU. Um, you know, so... so What's the personnel like to surround it with? Do they make their, their teammates better? And then, so again, some of the other measurables that we can look at now with some of the technology out there, you can really dig under the covers and see how they move, um, some of the weaknesses that they have, the strengths strength that they have, and then again, understanding what ticks up top, you know, how, the, how their brain works and how they see the field uh, really makes up. That's the reason why guys like Drew Brees, you know, from a traditional standpoint, are going to be missed. But he's one of the greatest of all time. And so again someone that's eluded the traditional measurables as a, and from a quarterback standpoint, um, I think we've got to continue to dig into that and, and um, you know, we're going to find more Brocks out there. You've got me in geek mode now, Will, I'll be honest, because I'm looking at <laughs> S2Cognition.com and I'm looking at yep. all the categories of this S2 Cognition you talked about. Yeah. What's the one category where Brock really stands out the most and how do we layman, and I'm speaking for the rest of the audience, yeah. not me, because I'm an expert now, but how do we see these things actually play out in the way Brock is playing? Yeah, that, that's a really good question um, because, again, it just sounds like a bunch of, you know, numbers and then what does it actually mean? So one of the areas that they measure um, is is uh, called impulse control. And I think a good way to describe impulse control is, is essentially your ability to, 
to say yes or no to a, a very quick decision. Um, maybe the most, uh, um, you know, uh, the, the way we could probably relate to it the most in, in real life would be, you know, the decision when a police officer has to make, you know, when they go through those, they see on like the movies and they go through the target ranges and like a bad guy pops up and a, <laughs> um, a schoolgirl pops yeah, up yeah. and they have to decide whether or not they're going to pull the trigger or not. That, what that threshold is called impulse control. And so that results in, when that translates into a quarterback, um, that's essentially their ability to pull the trigger or not pull the trigger, which could mean that could result in an interception or it could be a touchdown. So he's got a really, he's got a really good governor on his impulse control and um, his ability to really you know, understand when to throw it and, and uh, uh, when not to throw it. Uh, one of the other things that he was absolutely off the charts of, um, on was what we call perception speed and his ability to pick up um, on the fly um, you know, see the field and see what's going on in detail. And it's funny because as we were training before I had an intimate understanding of his scores, um, he would make comments like I saw the safeties, you know, hips move like this stuff that you just, you know, if a guy is picking up little details like that, then this kid's got an elite sense of what's going on. And so we have an ability to measure that. We've got a lot of quarterbacks that have had, um, those measurements been taken that are in the professional league, and, and it starts to play out. You see the guys that are elite have elite scores for the most part, and, and it, you know it doesn't. It, it's not the, the answer to everything, but it certainly helps um, you know get a better picture on on their abilities. Well, I'm going to put you in a tiny bit of a spot here, but but not really because I think anyone who who looks at this situation, Brock Purdy and the 49ers, understands that there's good things going on with with both entities, if you will. But you're going to hear a lot of people say, well, Brock looks good, but it's also because he's in this healthy system, Kyle Shanahan and stars around him. When you just watch these seven quarters, how much of this that we're watching with Brock Purdy is really, really real versus how much is coming from the healthy system in which he is playing? No, that's, that's, a, that's a really insightful question. Um, I, I think it's a combination of both. Um, I, I think that we cannot, you can't underestimate what Brock has done and how he's done it. It's not luck that he's had that much success. But it doesn't hurt that he's in the Shanahan tree. Um, and, and I think a great example, you know, that's not Brock Purdy is, is Tua over in Miami, right? Mike McDaniel's obviously a longtime, um, you know, uh, Shanahan tree coach with the Niners for a very, very long time. You know, he was a large architect of what they did from a run game standpoint, an offensive standpoint. That support system transferred over to, to Miami. Um, you know, you could show what coaching can do for a quarterback. Um, and I think too often than not, guys are in the wrong system that are talented or, you know, whether they're talented or not, if you're in the wrong system with, with coaches that don't fully understand it, um, I think you, you're, you're just not going to have great performances. For example, the Jaguars, right? Uh, Trevor Lawrence is, is absolutely crushing it right now. I think since week nine, he's like the highest rated quarterback in the NFL. Um, there's a pretty substantial difference on what they're doing now compared to what they were doing last year. Um, so, yeah, I think the system helps a ton. It is designed to take the pressure off the quarterback in a manner that they have to operate pre-snap. They have to be able to get them in the right call. And that's why a guy like Jimmy G wins so many games without throwing touchdowns. Uh, it's, it's quite impressive, actually. So, um, testament to the coaching side of it, but also Brock um, you know, fit it perfectly, I think, and, and the timing was perfect.
Yeah, the timing has been great. They need him to come in and play well, and he has. As you look at the seven quarters and knowing Brock as well as you do, where's the one area of growth that you're looking at, Brock, to try to make between now and maybe the, the end of this season? Yeah, I think um, you know what it's going to come down to, uh, and I think one of the things that I, I thought do a really good job of is um, – you know, always always coming down three safety and finding the big tight end, being able to check check the ball down to one of the best players in in the NFL. Um, I think one of the things we want to see is just you know how we how they come out. I felt like the Niners last game were very aggressive from like a, a passing standpoint early on, and I, I think that says a lot about Brock. Um, and, and so continuing to convert on on critical down and distance situations, um, and then having that run game support it. You know, I think it's one, it's a two-way street, right? You got Christian McCaffrey that's playing really, really well. Um, hopefully, when Debo gets back, you know, other guys stepping up. Um, so, you know, just starting off um, with a good rhythm, uh, completing, getting some nice early completions, and then having those big plays. You know, some of the big passes he had, um, and in the, the hurry-up offense, I think also showed you know their trust in him. So. But coming out early with a good start, I think, always helps the quarterback get in a good rhythm and, and keep their confidence from there. Hey, well, the really fascinating stuff, man. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, we'll look forward to the game this Thursday. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, can we can we book you for Super Bowl week uh, so that you can talk to us about what he's done so well over the uh, the, the the six weeks to come? Yes, sir. Let's do it. All right. Perfect. I love it. All right. Perfect. Our first call. Will Hewlett. There he goes. He is Brock Purdy's throwing coach at the QB Collective. And, man, I, it, like he brought up some stuff there that I think, again, if you're if you're watching this with Brock Purdy and you, you, you want to believe. Yeah. And then you're starting to believe. And now he brings up some things that are actually just in the in the old fact realm. You remember facts? We used to do facts way back in the day. It was like 2010 and before. R.I.P. Facts. Yeah, facts. They've they've they're gone now. But he brought up some things that are in, in kind of a fact realm. Yeah. In other words, like there are measurables. I'm looking at it right now, that Mark. Are great for Brock Purdy. They're just not the measurables that right. we're used to looking at. And we think about baseball, right? And when we were kids, it was. Batting average, home runs, and RBI. Right, that's and it. then at some point, on-base percentage became a thing. It's like, oh, okay, on-base percentage. Yeah, walks are good, so let's let's look at OBP. And then we had slugging, and then we had OPS, and then now we have so many of these other acronyms in baseball that batting average, home runs, and RBIs, they still are important measurables, but they're not as important, maybe, as other things that are indicative of how good a player really is. And Bad-bip. so. In yeah, turn, yeah, yeah. all the Let's rest give me a of it. You know, batting average on how's balls your, in play. How's your Babbitt? My Babbitt was uh, always not very good because I always put the ball in. <laughs> I didn't strike out a lot. Right. I would always put the ball in play, but I wasn't very powerful. So a lot of soft liners and a lot of numbers, and you know, not a not a terrific hitter, which is why I became a tennis player. Mark, not a bad great hand eye. Don't often miss the ball. Football now, we know the combine. What's his forty time? You know, what's his vertical jump? What's his you know, his ability in the three-cone drill, the shuttle drill, the bench press, all of that. And now I look at this, and I'm looking at it, s2cognition.com, and I could have spent all day talking to him about rhythm control, trajectory estimation, impulse control he talked about, distraction control, stopping control, all these other things. You can go through a 30- or 45-minute test, and it'll tell you basically where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are on these new 
measurables. And so apparently he's off the charts on all these. And if you're not a team that believes or puts in the time in these sort of new metrics, then you're missing out. Yeah, well, he mentioned the 49ers as being one of the teams that does, in his opinion, a really good job with this. But yeah, I don't know how you fix it because there's this middle ground that you have to try to walk. Like, yes, 6-4 is better. Yes, an arm that can throw the ball 75 yards is better. But it doesn't automatically mean you're going to be great Jeff George. Like, it just, you don't know. And so I don't know how you switch from that. It's not as if we're saying teams should suddenly go, look, he's 6'4", he's got a howitzer for an arm, he moves really well in the pocket, he's razor sharp smart, but... Those are traditional, so never mind. We'll take that right. little five foot eleven guy over there in the corner because his S two five six seven Rubik's cube. Yeah, boy, he's really <laughs> great there. Like, I'm not saying that you're not going to look away from six four howitzer arm, but I, I, we're still not far enough in acknowledging some of these things because right. if you're going to tell me that they're doing all of these deep analytic dives. And they're coming up with things where Brock Purdy, like, basically what I heard, to put it in layman's terms, they knew in the offseason this guy would be unbelievable at ad-libbing. He sees the field, he doesn't freak out in these situations, and there was data to suggest that. His impulse control. Then what the hell is he still doing available in seventh round? Because other teams look at what he did in college in a fine career. He's he a was four-year good. starter. He yeah. was very good. In a pass happy offense. Yes. And the measurables aren't great. And you know, you look at Teams who are looking for quarterbacks of the future, you're going to draft them high in the first round. That way you get that fifth year, and then you're going to forget about the quarterback position for the most part. And then the Niners are sitting in a spot, and they obviously have done their homework to the extent of, I don't know if they could tell you, oh, his his impulse control is off the charts based on his S2 cognition test, but <laughs> they clearly did some sort of a... You know, if Kyle Shanahan came out... You Can know, you imagine if he said that? Uh, we would know, lose our minds. I, you know, we think his perception speed and stuff and uh, um, uh, his stopping control um, and uh, his timing control um, uh, and, and stuff. And, you know, we're real happy with his trajectory estimation and stuff. And... Um, <laughs> His ST cognition uh, um, and stuff. I know we gave the Dolphins Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, and Bradley Chubb, but wait until you see the S2 cognition on this guy we oh got in the seventh God, round. Oh, my God, the S2 cognition. We would be like, what the hell did he just say? What but if Farhan says it, it's like, oh, he's a genius. Yeah, well, yeah, he's got Babbitt written all over his socks. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But, I mean, I, I'm surprised that more teams don't use these sorts of tools, and I, I think about... Steph Curry and what he does in terms of his training with Brandon Payne, yep. his personal coach, his personal trainer, a lot of the stuff he's doing. Imagine, you know, if you went back to Bill Russell in his day and said, all right, Bill, we're going to put a blindfold on you. We're going to hand you a tennis ball. You're going to dribble with one hand. You're going to throw the ball off the wall with the other while chewing gum and humming the French national anthem. It's no, it's going to help you. I don't like the way that you address Bill Russell. All right, Bill. I know Bill Russell. Okay, rest in peace. You don't know Jordan Poole. You may know Bill Russell. Uh, yeah, I've talked to him a few, Bill, yeah, a few I know. times. Yeah, yeah, Bill, Bill was One of the more know, intimidating yeah, former athletes. Oh, gosh, the presence. Yeah, anyway, go ahead. Uh, Jim Brown, by the way, would be number one on that list. On the in- intimidation oh, sensation? Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. I, I was uh, producing for another sports show in town about 15 years ago, and we had booked, book, 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 Jim Brown. 
And uh, Jim Brown walks into Radio Row, the Super Bowl, and everyone's trying to get at him. And my man, Jimmy Shapiro, who you know, yep. uh, he's a sports athlete booking phenomenon. He goes, nope, Jim Brown's going right to you guys. So he comes over, and I'm like, oh, my God. I go to shake his hand. His hand's the size of three catcher's mitts. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, Mr. Brown, yeah, hold on. Hold on a second. Can you, can you wait seven minutes? We've got a, a Tim Lincecum tribute song playing right now. Oof. And he's like, uh, okay. Oh, he did? Yes. He waited. Yes. I thought I was that so, story was going to go a different way. Well, and, you know, <laughs> you know we have, <laughs> the parody song had to be played. Well, you know. You know. Yeah, absolutely. So, anyway. Jim like, Brown, intimidating. <laughs> My most intimidating big name athlete moment came at the pool on a trip. I was at the pool. It, it, Honolulu. Yeah, no, Jordan. <laughs> happened to have a family trip heading out to Honolulu. We go out there without even realizing. Oh, it's Pro Bowl week. Oh, we go in late January, and so we're like heading out there and you get to the airport and you're starting to see people like oh he looks like a humongous human being that guy looks kind of <laughs> wrecking what the hell's going oh my gosh all the best players in the nfl are just descending on honolulu the funny story was i ended up in line to check into the hotel behind haloti nada do you remember haloti nada the defensive lineman oh, for the yeah. Ravens. I'm not a noti. Massive human being, and he and his entourage are all wearing T-shirts that say, not a chance, which was amazing. <laughs> but that's not the most intimidating th moment. The most intimidating moment is when we went swimming later and out at the pool with nothing but a suit on. Oh, my gosh. Ray Lewis. Good Lord. This is what I didn't even say anything to him. You just walk by this man, and he was looking at his phone. I'm like, oh, I'm terrified no, no, right no. now no 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 he, the yeah. presence the aura oh my gosh it could cut just it, i mean it could cut your ligament it was unbelievable it's i mean and, and the thing about Ooh. ray lewis i went to his super bowl party in miami i i was Whoop. i was low neil's plus one Whoop. i walk in and ray is no, like no, no. screaming across the the, <laughs> the top golf yeah low neil you get over here so i go over and i get to meet ray lewis not that big well, not but that then, tall. Correct. But yes, but you look at him. But I mean, all business. Holy. And then you you imagine being tackled by this man when he's running. I don't know, eighteen or nineteen miles an hour, an hour hell exactly. bent on bringing you to the ground. It's <laughs> just, yeah, not good, man. Not good. Okay. I was in the sauna with Lorenzo Neal. Tell you what. <laughs> so this Brock Purdy thing, it might turn into something crazy. Like, that conversation is like, well, wait a minute. So you, you did see some measurables. They're just not the measurables we're used to looking at, and they're not the ones that are easy to find. Yeah. Brock Purdy walks into the room. It's the opposite of what we're talking about with Ray Lewis. It's like, oh, look, the intern just came in. What, what is he, you need a cup of coffee? Like, there's no, none of those measurables. And Purdy, make sure there's sugar in there. Exactly. So hey, you're doing a pretty good job. Throw a little pun at him, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I showed that intern. This could really, really turn into something. His perception speed, Mark. His ability to perceive the safety's hips. I mean. But isn't that, that's huge. That's huge. But he's only 6'1". But that's huge. So um, let's get to some phone calls on Brock coming up next. 888-957-9570. Plus, I have a little 49er-related rant that I need to 
It's on the chest. Oh. And I want to get it off the chest. And also, we need to review your alleged accolades for an intriguing question. Does that count? Does that really count? We're going to go to the phones and see if you get credit for, that's an intriguing question. I don't believe that the word was intriguing. We actually do need to go to the review because I, do I don't think that that's what he said. So I don't think I like your tone. Uh, but you know what? I don't like yours. So uh, <laughs> all that's coming up next on Weathered and Dibs. James Watson. And now back to Willard and Dibs. All right, James. Willard and Dibs, 888-957-9570. There is a very weird Marcus Mariota story that is becoming a percolation sensation, my friend. Um, Mariota's been benched. They're going to go with Desmond Ritter in Atlanta. Let me just give Cliff notes. Arthur Smith, head coach of the Falcons, held a press conference this morning. And low-key obliterated Marty Mariota. He is not with the team. Um, and they are very much making it sound like he got benched and so he quit. Um, Arthur said, now he's got a chronic knee injury. Right. But he's like, he didn't have a knee injury all year when he was playing. We didn't bench him because of this knee injury. But he literally goes, but that's his prerogative. Athletes. So... He's now got a chronic knee injury, and he's not with us. Right. He probably does have a chronic knee injury, but it hasn't kept him from playing. So yeah, that's he's a that's football the, player. They're all hurt. Javon Kinlaw has a chronic knee injury. We know that. It, <laughs> yes, it, it actually has kept him from playing. So for Mario to, to do this in this spot where he had kind of you know put himself in a situation where he was going to be a sought-after quarterback going into next year by someone, and this has got to hurt a little bit. At, at least as a very high-level backup, right? Like, I mean, he's done enough. He's done enough to be an intriguing player, so this is a weird story. Uh, speaking of weird stories, now, you called for a review. You threw the red hanky, correct? I did, yeah. Uh, we, have a, we have a counter on this show. If a guest comes on and says, that's an excellent question or that's a great question, we do a victory lap. Yeah. There's a lot on the line here. It's a very, very big deal, and you nailed one. And, and I had the crown. Yeah, I'd you like nailed to it. keep the crown. Pending, pending review. This review. So we'll, I'm doing my VAR. Okay. I'm drawing my square. I was just going to go put into the under the little hoodie and do it NFL style. But Will Hewlett, who is the throwing coach for Brock Purdy, first there was this from you, Dibs, and this was unquestionable. But how do we see these things actually play out in the way Brock is playing? Yeah, that's that's a really good question. Okay. All right, so really that's, good. A, that's a really good question. It. It's not great, but it's really good. Anything north of good. And it's and it's unquestionable, yeah. right? Yeah. So then, Score it. one nothing. Then there was this one, and you wanted to review because you think he said that's an intriguing question. And I questioned your question. word yeah. question because I don't think he used the word intriguing at all. Let's go to the V-A-R. <laughs> Versus how much is coming from the healthy system in which he is playing? No, that's that's a that's a really insightful question. All right, there it is. That is a really insightful question. Don't hang the word intriguing, okay? Because intriguing is like, oh, it could be weird. Yeah, it could right, be confusing. Right. Insightful just means, dude. You're unbelievably smart. <laughs> I don't I know. I can't even means. believe I'm having a conversation with you. You're so freaking smart. I don't know if insightful counts. I, I did turn, I mean, in the moment. I turned around because I can't see Kyle. Right. And Kyle did the the uh, referee like count yeah, the count basket. It, count it now. What's what's better, really good or insightful? Kianis Masmacho. 
Well, I mean, I'll leave that to the room. Insightful, I mean, quite frankly, it reeks of arrogance. I mean, you're grandstanding. I, I, I accept that Excuse label me, guest. completely. Excuse me, guest. Let me show you how insightful <laughs> I am. I didn't say that. I asked him a question. Those are his words, not mine. What do you think? I texted him on the side. Hey, dude, call me really smart when I'm done with this question. I don't even know the guy. I don't even know the guy. He was clearly impressed by my intelligence. And I, I will agree insightful is definitely better than intriguing. Yep. And upon further review, uh-huh. I, I, I'm afraid to turn around and see what the boys behind the glass they're probably going to count it uh, it's a first down this is the first down we're driving uh, down the field I, you know I, mean, I the, think there's good points on both sides I, I think I, you know, do you do? I don't have a strong yeah thanks yeah, yeah, he set himself up for his own studying job <laughs> Kyle what do you think <laughs> am I on the hook here does Mark get it yeah, so Mark definitely gets it I'm trying to decide whether really good or insightful is better like, yeah. I'm trying to think if a if a professor in college had been like, man, you're a really good student versus you're an insightful student. I feel like insightful means that they had to pick a word that wasn't just like really good. That's just in their bank. Right. For the usual run-of-the-mill yeah. B student. He, yeah, he had to work Whoa, harder. Insightful. <laughs> he, 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 had to, he had to work harder for, for, for his compliment me. of me. Than he did of you. There's no, there's no two ways about that. So, uh, but anyway, I'm just, uh, I'm just happy that he didn't say intriguing. Yeah. And um, no, I'm, yeah, I, I I'm got ready, that wrong. I'm ready to move on. If you are, I'm ready to. Yeah, move I on. lose a timeout, but okay. that's fine. I, I still have a couple left. Um, I had a girl dump me one time and was like, "Look, you're a really intriguing guy." <laughs> she said that to me. <laughs> did she really? Come yeah, on. Like, that's, oh, that's amazing. Boy. She didn't say you were insightful, did she? No, she didn't. Yeah. She definitely said she intriguing. Did not say that. All right, we'll get to the phone calls in just a second. I'll make this rant quick but hey 49er fans you gotta be and i'm gonna i'm gonna divorce myself from you just for this rant and then i get to be one of you again because i am a 49er fan but you gotta stop this has to be the only fan base in the world that does this when your best players get the ball you tell the team stop giving them the ball so much and then when your best players don't get the ball you come in here the next day and scream about how come they're not getting them more involved. Even after wins, why isn't Kittle getting him? George Kittle, why isn't, why isn't he like Travis Kelsey? Why isn't he open? Throw him the ball. Debo Samuel doesn't get many touch. Why are they not using the most unique player in the game? Then he gets the ball. And the GOAT goes on Instagram and says, stop giving him the ball. And I know how some of you are going to react It's not that they're getting the ball. It's the way they're getting the ball. You guys literally act like Kyle Shanahan is out there with a Madden controller moving Debo around, and he's the one that forced him up the middle of the field into a tackler when Debo Samuel is literally one of one in terms of seeking contact in NFL players. I just, I can't anymore with... When they get the ball, they're getting it too much. When they're not getting the ball, they're not getting the ball enough. And anytime somebody gets... This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's hurt. It's our team's fault for getting them hurt. It's it's insanity to me. Well, I understand what you're saying, and I just don't uh, necessarily see the need to use a guy who has an injury history now. Debo Samuel's been hurt a number of times. You're ahead 21 to nothing, and you're going to use him in a way that exposes him to more contact than if you used him in more traditional ways as a wide receiver. You're in a spot where you don't need to. You play in Green Bay in a dogfight of a game, and your rushing attack is all you had on a very snowy day at Lambeau Field. Frozen Tundra. Thank you, and I miss Harry Kalish. We haven't had him all year. Maybe we'll save him for the playoffs. That's a good point. We should probably do a little game preview on Thursday with Harry. Yeah, maybe dust off a little Harry Kalish, one of the great NFL voices. The 12th man. Of our time. Yeah, I think we can, you and I can cook something up, but up 21-0 in a spot where you didn't need to use him in that fashion, that's where, that's the only only time that I will agree with the GOAT because... Debo as a ball carrier is a great weapon, but you were crushing Tampa Bay. You I, didn't need to go to that play I, in that moment. I hear you, but twenty-one to nothing. Twenty-one nothing in the second quarter means bubkis to me. You're playing Tom Brady, who literally scored two touchdowns with four seconds left to go the week before to win a football game. So a twenty-one point lead in the second quarter to me does not mean you take the foot even a tiny bit off of the gas. Uh, let's hear from all of you, Rich and Fremont. Hey, Rich, you're on with Willard and Dibs. Thanks for making the call. What are you doing, Rich? You know, I think the uh, interview you guys did with uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't hear his name full. Yeah, his name was Will Hewlett. Yeah, Will Hewlett. Yeah. Okay. He pointed out some tangibles that I think helps us to appreciate how the game in the NFL has changed in the last ten years. It's like ten years ago, we all wanted to see, like you said, the guy that had the howitzer of an arm. He threw it 50 yards downfield and threw touchdowns, and that was just magnificent to watch. But what's happened is that defenses have changed in the last 10 years. And so now it's about being able to use spacing. And I think quarterbacks in the in the league have done that. So you bring in a person like a Brock Purdy, okay, and, and, and there's certain things that he does that allows him to manipulate the defenses in areas where we didn't think that they could be manipulated in. Yeah, Rich, you know what, Rich, we, we got to run, but it's a really good point. It's funny, though, because he's right. The game has changed. However, there have always been measurables busters. Joe Montana was one. Right. And I wonder how he would have done in this S2 cognition era <laughs> in terms of, because right. when we watch a quarterback like Joe Montana or, you know, other quarterbacks, it's like, oh, he can see the field. Well, through this tool that Will Hewlett was talking about, and I've, I've mentioned it now a bunch of times, maybe I'll get a free S2 cognition on my own, but 
through these measurables, you can actually see whether or not a quarterback, quote, sees it. Because a lot of the cliches we've used, oh, he's a playmaker. Well, there's now ways to actually see if a quarterback who doesn't have the traditional measurables can see it. Can he move in the pocket? Can he get rid of the ball early enough? You know, more and more now, we use these new tools to actually put numbers on these things that we've always held fast. More of your phone calls next. What's up next on the games brought to you by Fremont Bank. Full service banking, no compromises. Also sponsored by Pfizer. And in addition to your calls, wait till you hear what the Giants beat is saying about Carlos Rodon now after the Giants already signed yet another starter in Raw Stripling about an hour and a half ago. That's coming up next on Willard and Dibs. Monster Sack. Hey, this is Matt Steinmetz of Steining Guru. 12 to 3 on 95 7 the game. Now back to Willard and Dibs. What can, guys, what do you got? Dibs, Willard, what do you got? Four Giants, Warriors. <laughs> All of it. We have all of it. We got Brock Purdy. We got Ross Stripling. And uh, and we got Giannis Antetokounmpo tonight on 95.7 The Game. Yeah, it's a big one. Start of a six-game road trip. And uh, we talked about an eight-game stretch. And I offered you three and five. And you, you sneered I at said, it. Nope. You poo-pooed it. Yep. You're one to know. I thought three and five would be something that I would take. I guarantee you they go on an eight-game win streak. I'm kidding. I was waiting for the lock sound. No, but tell me about the six-game road trip. What are you thinking? Three um, and three? Yeah, yeah. If I gave so you three think, and three I right think, now. I think tonight's really tough. If I gave you three and three right now on the six-game road trip, you got a couple of back-to-backs. Teams again. You got Milwaukee, you got Indiana. You back-to-backs. Got, you got the New York teams. You got Back-to-back. Toronto and you got Philly. Correct. Uh, Toronto's a day game. Uh, it's a uh, 2 o'clock uh, Toronto tip, 5 o'clock out here. I'm sorry I had that backwards. 5 o'clock Toronto, 2 o'clock here. Really good. What I do? Yeah, I, I guess I'd take 3 and 3. I, I guess I'd take 3 and 3 because you're bookending it with home games. I believe that they'll beat Memphis on Christmas Day. And so. That would if, put you at 5 and 3 for put, your 8 game stretch. I'd take that. Okay. And yeah. that I would take. That I would take. If they go two and four on the trip, then they would need to beat Memphis in order to avoid yeah. Damon Bruce and my three and five. I mean, we'll take it scenario. Look, if they go three and three, that's more road wins than they've gotten all year to look this point. Look at you with the so, knowledge. You know that was a really insightful comment. Thank you. I thought it's been an insightful show today. Yeah. I really. I'm going to start dropping insightful on you because it makes you feel good, Mark, and I want you to feel good. Yeah, I do. I, Make I, Mark feel good. I do. I want to be smart. I want to be smart. I don't want to be smart. I don't want to be Marcus smart. I just you don't want, want to be, be Fredo. I just want to be Mark smart. Fredo from The Godfather. <laughs> I can do things, Michael. Well, I'm smart. Not Marcus smart. Just Mark smart. That's all. Uh, that's all I'm looking for. Um, okay. I promise this. Then we'll go back to the phones. And then I think Kyle wants to play a game. We got all kinds of stuff before Steining go come in here. I wish Croatia would play a game. You, you want? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can turn the World night Cup night. match off. Argentina is going to be in the final. We'll see about uh, Mbappe. They were up and two Morocco. against Netherlands. I I know, I know, I know. How do you feel about the third place game? Just real quick. Because on Saturday, there'll be, like, the loser of today plays the loser of tomorrow. I'll be watching the NFL this Saturday. So you're not interested in the third place game? But I will get up at 7 on Sunday morning and watch the final. Look at you, okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Breakfast with Mbappe. Um, Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. play tomorrow, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so, want to hear what the streets are saying about Carlos Rodon? You want to hear it? And where he's oh. going, because he's not coming here. 
Gurus no, normally are what? streets reporter. What 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 has Lay been off. what has been harder to kill? Jimmy Garoppolo on the 49ers or Giants beat writers saying that they're in on Rodon? They have oh, Jimmy now, Garoppolo and they, it's not close. They've now signed two other starters. Two of them, Sean Manaya and Ross Stripling. Two pitchers inside okay, the Giants you. rotation. Yeah. And the beat writers say the beat goes on. The Giants are still in. Oh, come on. On Carlos Rodon. Over under one half of a Carlos did the Giants sign. <laughs> over under half or one and a half? Half a Carlos. I'll take the over. I want it. Now, they could be anybody, though. Farhan could go to the Mariners' no farm doubt, system no and doubt. get <laughs> Carlos Smith, and I win. Absolutely. Yeah, I'll take over a half. Over a half of Carlos. You know me. My body and my mind will not allow me to not be optimistic. Oh, Farhan. Captain Save a Farhan. Come on. Give me a Where's Carlos. Phil Mike when give I me, need him? Give me a Carlos. Give me a Correa. Captain Save a Giant. You give me one Correa. <laughs> there he is. is. Right? This whole thing is fixed, right? One Correa signing. One tweet. Unless it's from John Heyman. One Correa tweet, and the whole thing's okay, isn't it? They're going to sign Hold Julio on. Correa from the Venezuelan. I was going Carmen Correa. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> thank you. Oh, the Giants have signed Correa. Oh, yes, God. Javier Correa. Oh, gosh, that would be. <laughs> Carmen Correa, thank you. That would be so far, Han. It appears. I told you we'd get John, Correa. John Heyman, <laughs> it appears Correa <laughs> is going to the Giants. No, not that one. No. Bob Correa. He is Bob. the Seattle Mariners hey, double A second baseman. All right. Hey, Kyle. Who's Correa, Correa, by the way? I'm sorry. Oh, I stepped on gosh, you, Kyle. Yeah, no, okay. I stepped on you. Go ahead. Well, I got, no, I got a different you Kyle. apologize to Kyle. What? Lou Correa is running for Congress in the 46th District. <laughs> Mama number five. Thank oh, you. All right, Kyle in Petaluma. How about that, Kyle? No, not that Kyle. Kyle in Petaluma. Then we'll go to that Kyle. Hey, Kyle, what are you doing? There are too many Kyles. Have we figured fake. this all out? What are you doing, Kyle in Petaluma? What's going on, guys? You know, you're talking about the draft, and, and does that actually dictate what Purdy can do? And I've been a strength and conditioning coach. I've worked in a sports science and there's published research that literally says that there's minimal correlations to a lot of these combine things to performance, depending on the position, of course. And you're talking about his actual ability to make decisions. And if you look up vision training for athletes, that there's actually research showing that if you train your reactions, you see an increase in performance. And the biggest name that I probably worked with, and this was Craig Reynolds on the Lions, and we did something to build up his tracking for punt returning when he was in college. And he actually said that it helped make him more comfortable returning punts. Interesting. And I, yeah, I remember Craig, Craig Reynolds. I got, we got to know him on Hard Knocks a little bit. He was one of the side stories. Dude, everything that you heard there is true. Yeah, yeah. You're there. He was up at 6 a.m. with me, getting speed and lifting everything in. Very good. Thank yeah. you, Kyle. Kyle, appreciate it. I mean, it's it's all true. It's all true. The measurables, the combine, it, it, it's it's a TV show. It's the underwear Olympics. Yeah. I don't really yeah. care if you can run through cones really fast. Like, that's not... Play football. Um, Stein and Goo are hopping in here, but uh, but uh, not not, not Kyle and Petaluma. Kyle in the next room. You had a game for us? What do you got for yeah. us? All right, let's go. Hey, there are five teams ranked in both the top ten in offense and defense by Football Outsiders DVOA. Who are they? Top five, well, 49ers. Well, yeah, that's right. Right. And before you answer, let's let Steiny and Guru have a chance. Because okay. Steiny, let's do it Steiny, Steiny hears game show music. 
the smile comes across his otherwise sullen face. Watch yeah. me, watch me wipe the smile off his face. All right, DVOA, Steiny. Football Outsiders, DVOA. Mm-hmm. Five teams. <laughs> five teams are ranked in the in top both- five, both offense and defense. I'm sorry, top ten. Five teams are in both the, the top ten in defense and offense in DVOA. We know the 49ers are one. We need the other four teams. I'll say the Dallas Cowboys. Nope. Uh, Miami Dolphins. Uh, nope. Buffalo Bills. Yes. Yeah, Buffalo Bills are going to definitely okay. be, be the second one. Um, how about uh, Philadelphia Eagles? That's one. Okay. Cincinnati Bengals. That's four. Okay, so we need one Minnesota more. Vikings. No. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Philadelphia Eagles. No, I already, I already said that one. Yeah, yeah. I already said that the one. Niners. You got Green on. You got the Niners. Cincinnati. Jaworski, you clean. It's actually the Bills. No, I already said the Bills. I know. That was the Bills. Yeah, okay. Actually, okay, I have my guess. I have my guess. Oh, my gosh, we forgot. I have my guess. (laughs) I'm going to go. I got it. I'm going to say Baltimore Ravens. That's the one. I was going to say Kansas City. No, no, not not defense. defense, No, their defense is not good. Quietly, though. Defense, their defense, uh, their defense gives up a lot, and then they just score more, and then they party. Jerry Judy, Mark. Wow. Stop it. He got me up. Stop it. I made the plans in my other two leagues, and you come in. This is the one league that matters. We all know that. No, well, it's not as much money as some of the other ones. Anyway. Anyway. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 